why have you why have you highlighted things so I can see where I start speaking and you start speaking. Just wear glasses. You can just see. Well, I have got glasses. Well, but I, didn't want, glasses I didn't want anyone to see me with them on. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. No one's going to see you as a podcast. It's voices. They can't well, right. see you. You've ruined the whole beginning. I'm not even in. I was in the zone. Now I'm not in the right, zone. Right? Can this... you start reading the bits which aren't highlighted, and okay. then we'll get to my bits? None of mine are highlighted. Yours are highlighted. Yeah. So I know what I'm supposed to be reading. Look, this is the beginning of our first podcast. Oh. You know, everyone's going to just probably. Switch off. Start speaking. Okay, fine. Here we go. ESPN, Head in the Game. This is Head in the Game, your crash course to one of the week's major sporting events. My name is Jamie Lang, and every single week I'll be joined by a feast of guests, all of whom know more than I do about sport. Alongside me, and pretty much just as clueless, is actor, comedian and writer Alex Lowe. Hello there. I think, actually, Jamie, you'll find I do know a little bit more about sport than you probably realise. Mm-hmm. Done a bit of research here. Okay. And, for instance, did you know, this is a good one, the average British man watches over 20,000 hours of sport in their lifetime from the comfort of their own sofa? Can I just say this? You you pretended you had a lot of, like, lit points. <laughs> you had one. You had one. Don't go, oh, well, this one. You'd look straight at it. There was one on your paper. Have you done? That would you, presumably you get someone to watch sport for you from the comfort <laughs> of your chaise long. Incidentally, what's your surname? Lang. I thought it was Lang. Lang. It, it's not Lang. It's I Jamie. Thought it was Lang. Jamie Lang. Very simple. I've been saying to everyone, I'm working with Jamie Lang off of the Essex program. <laughs> what? No, it's Lang. It's oh, sorry. Lang. Can I call you? Can I call you Lang? <laughs> it's Lang. Anyway, maybe we'll come back to that a little bit later as it's time to get stuck into the main event. Now, this week, okay, we're all about basketball with the NBA showdown between the New York Knicks and the Washington Wizards at the O2 this coming Thursday. Now, it's the ninth NBA game to be played in London and it is a complete sellout. Basketball? Yes, basketball. I thought, um... I thought we were doing uh, baseball. You said baseball. It's basketball, okay? Look, anyway, look, look, you've got nothing to worry about, okay? Because we've lined up loads and loads of people who know all about the Wizards and the Knicks game this Thursday. And who better to get the ball into court than ESPN's Ian Begley up next? You've reached Ian Begley. Please leave a message, and I'll call you back. Uh, I'm just going to leave him a voicemail. Um, hello, uh, Mr. Ian Begley. This is uh, Jamie Lang speaking from ESPN's podcast, Head in the Game. Um, you probably know me already from Made in Chelsea, Bake Off, um, won a BAFTA. Uh, my co-host is here, Alex Lowe. You probably know him too. We are recording our podcast, ESPN podcast, and we're talking about basketball today. We're talking about uh, the Washington Wizards and the New York Knicks. It's head in the game, and we're trying to get you on the line to ask you a few questions. But it seems like you voicemailed us, which I don't know if you saw us ringing, but uh, hey, listen, (laughs) me and Alex are sitting here. We're hanging out, so give us a call back whenever you can. Okay, well, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. But the thing I was going to ask Ian is a couple of questions. Now, we know that the New York Knicks, okay, they've been performing badly. I'll be him. Let me be him. Let's Do you want to be yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold hello? on. Hello? Ian, well, listen, I just want to... i got a couple of questions yeah. for you. Hi. Oh, hello? Oh, hello? Hello? Hi, is that oh, Ian? Sorry. Yes. Hi, Ian. Thank you so much for calling us back. Did you get my voicemail? I just... 
saw the missed call. I'm sorry about that. I didn't recognize the number. That's okay. We'll listen to the voicemail yeah, later. It's good. Hey, I, Ian, you are on the line for Head in the Game podcast. I'm with my co-host, Alex Lowe. Hello there. Great. How are you, buddy? Things are well. How are you guys? Whereabouts are you in America right now? I assume you're in America. Yes, I'm in New York. Ah. New York. I ah, love New York. I love it. We've got a couple of questions for you because you are the expert in basketball. Are you ready for them? Yes. Okay, because we're talking about we've got a big game coming to the UK. The Washington Wizards versus the New York Knicks. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Playing at the 0-2, baby. We're very excited. My co-host didn't realize that the Washington Wizards were from Washington. Yes, indeed they are. Ah. The nation's capital. They're going to win, aren't they? I mean, they've won the last two out of three games against the Knicks. Would that be correct? They are the better team. However, they are in a bit of disarray. There were reports that there was some infighting during a recent practice mm-hmm. uh, with the Wizards, and the guys just aren't getting along right now. What are the top teams right now? Well, Golden State is head and shoulders above everyone. And then, you know, you look at the Eastern Conference, Toronto is a very good team. Philadelphia should be a very good team. And Milwaukee has played very well. But, you know, everyone is is looking up at the champs at Golden State and everyone kind of assumes that they're going to be winning another championship come June. Why do we think that the Knicks aren't quite the potent force they used to be? What's mm-hmm. happened there? It's been a, a series of mismanagement with the roster decisions. Phil Jackson was here and, and was the team president for uh, three-plus seasons, and the Knicks really struggled during that time. Was he the guy who, who coached the Lakers? Did he coach the Lakers? Correct. Ah, oh, look- oh, brilliant. Woo! Look at that. <laughs> Can I just quickly ask, it's quite a naive question, but when you said about, you know, maybe the spirit in the camp in the Washington Wizards isn't quite what it should be, I'm always intrigued when sportsmen say that and they say, what what effect will a certain outside influence have on the actual playing of the game do you think that does have an effect the spirit isn't good or these are kind of top athletes surely they do they paid a lot of money to just get down and get on with it well you know i think the frustration stems from the losing and the idea that they yeah. were not playing as well as they should be so it's kind of a chicken and egg effect who do you support who do you root for you know I, since i cover the knicks and i cover the league i don't have a strong rooting interest one way or the other I just root for good stories. That is the most politically correct answer I've ever heard. <laughs> you only root for good stories. <laughs> the same as me, buddy. I only root for a good story. Ian, buddy, listen, stay with us, man, because I think you're going to be fascinated by our... History of Basketball in 45 Seconds. Basketball was invented by Dr. James Naismith of Massachusetts in 1891 to keep young athletes fit during the cold winter months. The rules were simple. Throw the ball into a fruit basket nailed to the gymnasium wall. Every time a point was scored, the game would stop while the janitor climbed a ladder to retrieve the ball. In 1906, the baskets were replaced with metal hoops. The Basketball Association of America, or BAA, was formed in 1946, becoming the NBA three years later. The American Basketball Association was founded in 1967, amending the NBA rules to make the game more exciting. Including the introduction of the three-point rule, shooting from distance to earn more points. And playing with the red, white and blue ball. The ABA and NBA merged in 1976. Retaining the three-point rule. But losing the colour ball. You definitely said baseball, didn't you? No, I didn't. Well, you did. Your potted history of basketball there. 
nicely potted for you. Nicely potted. I love the word potted. It's lovely. It's more of a snooker term, which we'll be coming to presumably in some future <laughs> episodes. If I saw you walking down the street, I would say that guy <laughs> likes snooker. I love snooker because you remind me slightly of the guy with the big glasses who plays snooker.、Uh, Dennis Taylor. Dennis Taylor. I wag my finger like <laughs> you. That's what he did. <laughs> right now,、uh, we're going to look at who supports these teams because there's lots of famous faces. Who support the Knicks? Ben Stiller. Yes, I know him. I、You're, know him. We got Kate Upton. She did the Dougie. Yes, she did the Dougie. You know it. No, no wiser. Don't know what that is. Teach me how to Dougie. T- t- teach me how、Let's、to Dougie. Let's do this first. <laughs> Spike Lee, Alicia Keys,、uh, Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, I know him. Katie Holmes. Yes, I know her. I mean, basically, there's loads. And for the Wizards, Whale. Sorry. Whale the rapper. Oh yeah, whale the.、Uh, Has he done done、rapper. much? Yeah, he did a did a a, a duet with、um, Lady Gaga. So does、uh, this mean that you're you're rooting for the Wizards?、Now? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm rooting for the Knicks. Wait, Ian, are you still there? Yes, sir. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry buddy.、Uh, you wrote a piece about a very despondent fan, didn't you? Yes, a Knicks fan. Yes, so he sold his fanhood on eBay, put it up for auction, and someone actually bid on the fanhood and forced him to become a Laker fan. Are you saying manhood or fanhood? Fanhood. Oh, fanhood. I thought he sold、yes. his manhood. <laughs> no, no, fanhood. The manhood was not up for、uh, up sale this game. It, went, it didn't go under the hammer. Sounds nasty. Alex continuously is to try to sell his manhood on eBay. Ian、That's、doesn't want to hear about that. Get back to the question. When you sell your fanhood, what does that actually entail? Your season ticket, or well, what he did was he sold his allegiance. Someone actually paid thirty four hundred dollars. Good God! What to purchase the fans' fanhood and to force him to root for the Lakers? Oh my That's Lord! Hey Ian, we want to give a big shout out to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for, so much. Thanks for, for being on the line. But thanks,、uh, Ian Begley from ESPN USA. Thank you so much, Ian. We appreciate it. My pleasure, fellas. Take care.、Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hey. Alex, yeah. What do you think's worse? If you suddenly switch teams that you like, yeah, or, or doing that manhood joke to Ian Begley? <laughs> that wasn't a manhood joke. I just, oh, he I, hated that. He, he, I think he hated you more than he I, hated he, me. Do you know? He really hated you, that guy. No, he didn't. He did. No, whenever he spoke to me, there was an uplift in his voice. <laughs> no, it I wasn't. Could, yeah, it was. When he、oh, spoke, he was、dear. like, "Oh, hey." And he, when he spoke to me, he was like, "Oh, hey." He no, like there was an we- uplift. The weary way he answered that manhood joke. This whole podcast is about the New York Knicks、um, versus the Washington Wizards at the O2. You are now a supporter of the Washington Wizards, very much so. And very I so. myself. Very happy to wear the Knicks here, okay? Because I'm going to be a hardcore fan, and I think that we actually need to speak to the real fans out there. Yeah, okay. But wh- how do we get hold of these fans? Well, we're very clever here in the podcast because、yes. we have a fan on the line right now, Nick Whitfield. Nick Whitfield, are you there? He's a Knicks fan. Are you there, Nick? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, you're British. Here I am. Yeah, I am.、Oh. I, I admit to that. I <laughs> wait, Nick. I love the fact. Do you say that every single time someone says hello to you? Go here. I am. Here I am. Yeah, I do that as well. Jamie, you there? Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how are you? You big Knicks fan? 
Yes, I am. I think it's safe to say you won't find a bigger Knicks fan in the UK than me. Really? Well, you even changed your name by deed poll, didn't you? Yes, that is an actual rule of supporting that yeah. team. You're forced by law to change your name. Nick, we need to find out, OK? We need to ask you a couple of things, because you need to help us out here. You're firstly definitely called Nick, that's right. <laughs> This and is what I, I love, am, the yeah. real cutting edge of the... So, so the actual full name of the team is the Knickerbockers, so at least I escaped with that as my name, so there is that. That's the nerdiest thing I've ever heard anyone say, that is insane. Why are they called the Knickerbockers? It's uh, New York related, beyond that, you'd have to go into New York trivia beyond that. A Knickerbocker is a sort of milkshakey drink, no, isn't no, it? No, no, they were originally before... Sorry, if I might just step in here, Nick. Before that, they would have been a sort of cut-off panty thing that it, presumably it's named after the, the, the shorts they wear isn't that right nick yes i believe that is exactly correct well you could have said that in the first place nick. i don't I, think I, you know very much i was trying to avoid using the phrase panty personally yeah, but yeah, yeah yeah and also alex gets very excited when he talks about knickerbockers so very much so. <laughs> he gets all excited why the knicks so uh, in the uh, kind of early to mid-90s, when I kind of first discovered basketball, everything was about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. And um, so I started watching those guys, and uh, they, they didn't really capture my imagination. I, but the guys who did were the Knicks, who I'd watched them play. And um, as an Arsenal fan, something resonated with the way the Knicks played at that sort of time period. It was all kind of really physical defending, their kind of ability to neutralise more talented players. It's actually something that resonated with me as a player as well. Never the most naturally talented player, but they kind of made up for it with that kind of hard work and spirit. That's kind oh, of like that. really mm-hmm. what got me into the I team. I like that. Okay, so you got into that way. Now, how many games have you actually been to? Have you been to quite a few of them? For the Knicks in particular, I've been to maybe seven, eight in person. Who's your favourite player? All time, it's a toss-up between uh, Patrick Ewing and a guy called John Starks. Patrick Ewing holds pretty much every single record for the Knicks as an individual player. John Starks has a crazy, unlikely underdog story that's worth looking up. Right now, Kristaps Porzingis is the guy for the Knicks. He's out injured currently, but he's the kind of top guy for the Knicks right now. But in, in the case of this, uh, the O2 on the 17th of January, which of those guys, were, were, I mean, apart from the one you just said was injured, are the others going to be playing? I mean, are those the people that everyone should look out for? At the O2, guys should be looking out for yeah. uh, Tim Hardaway, who's having an unbelievable season so far. His uh, ability to shoot the ball is absolutely amazing. There's a guy called Trey Burke, who's really coming to life at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Really amazing ball handler, incredible speed. Uh, Enos Cantor rebounds the ball incredibly well. Uh, there's, a, there's a load of guys who are going to be entertaining the crowds in London. What about the chants and shouts? And In the UK we have, oh, wherever you may be, we are the famous CFC. CFC and Watford. And Nick, what is the chant of the New York Knicks? So I think the most iconic is. Uh, do you know what? Really... Do you know what, Nick? I just want you to. Go, I don't. I don't want to tee up. I just want you to go Let's straight. I just. I want you to go straight into it, man. I'm gonna. Here we go, Nick Whitfield. What is the New York Knicks chant? Defense, defense. <laughs> it's quite repetitive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Genius. Yeah, it, it does what it says on the tin. I yeah. love it. Can hey. I just ask, defence? Defence? 
defence. Yep. Surely it should be offence. I mean, who who cheers for a solid defence? Surely you're cheering for the Knicks because they're forward. always scored against. That's why. Yeah, defence. Yeah, for Don't God's sake, score. please, please, <laughs> let's have a defence. Is that right? That's the the side of the ball you have to work hard on. So I think that's where the uh, oh, the, right. the offence side is the glamour side. You really we, we cheer for the uh, the hard working side of the ball. Right. Nick, and just uh, just a personal question: What do you look like? I just want to get a vision of you right now. I want to get. Uh, do you have blue eyes, blonde hair? What is it? In quite a surreal turn to this podcast, uh, I have brown hair, blue eyes, uh, six foot tall. Uh, I don't know what else you want from me. You sound gorgeous. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Hey, Mr. Whitfield, uh, Nick, thank you so much. Good luck to the New York Knicks when they come here. You have been and come back. We really enjoyed having you on the show. I'd love to. Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks to our super fan, Nick Whitfield. Thanks, buddy. ESPN, head in the game. Very loud. Ah, oh, I can't stop thinking about Nick's lovely hair. Brown, blue eyes. In Hello? Oh, hi. Hi, is that Kent Christian? It is. How are you? Kent, how are you, buddy? You are on ESPN's head in the game, and we're talking about basketball, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex Lowe. Hi, Kent. Um, and this is uh, Jamie Lane. You probably know me already from lots of different TV shows, right? Of course. How can I not? Hey, listen, Kate, we've got, we're shooting the podcast and we're very excited because the Washington Wizards and the New York Knicks are coming to the O2 on January the 17th. And we thought you, okay, we thought you being head of events of the NBA, which sounds incredibly important. Um, we thought we'd ask you a few questions and pick your brain and find out a little bit more about the event. Absolutely. I'm actually in D.C. right now. I've been meeting with the Wizards all week, so they're uh, very excited. That's Alex's favorite team. That's my team, for this game especially. (laughs) Well, good to hear. Um, Is it true that the event sold out in 11 minutes, which is six minutes faster than the last time there was a big match over here? Yeah, I mean, the reality is it sells out sort of instantaneously. The technology allows it to sort of process. It's somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes, but we're very thankful for our fans from across the region. How many does it hold at the O2? How many fans are you expecting? Uh, we have just over 18,000, which is wow. the full capacity for a event in the round at the, uh, at the beautiful O2. But Ken, this is the thing, man. Listen, there are you know, there's popularity in the UK is growing with all these sports games, basketball, and things like that. Why? Why is it just logistically? Is it hard to kind of do? Why? Firstly, why is there an all-time sort of high in the popularity? And secondly, why don't you just do more games in the UK if it spreads the awareness? Uh, I mean, the popularity has been growing year on year. I've been fortunate to, to be in the UK office now for 11 years, and the game is certainly a, a pinnacle for us. It hasn't always gotten the notoriety in the media that it probably deserves. Um, folks like yourselves doing things like this is, is certainly going to help. But to answer your question, I mean, it's, games are logistically challenging for us. Our, our season is extremely packed, and... And the reality is when, when a team travels um, anywhere outside the U.S. for a game, um, but besides our friends in Toronto, it basically takes them out of, of a week of a schedule, which is just tricky to sort of make that up in different places. So, because they're tired, right? Yeah. Just tired. Well, I mean, it's like tired is just between the travel and, and making it competitively balanced and whatnot um, with days off and not having you know, back-to-backs and, and different things. There's, there's a number of different scheduling challenges that we face. We're extremely excited with the game that we have, and we're hoping to grow on that in the future. 
It's very interesting when you said that it's sort of catching on and it's a mystery to me why it's not a massive sport of it because it's so exciting, you know, and it's end-to-end stuff. For anyone who's sort of thinking of going to see a basketball match, doesn't know anything about it, can you give us a flavour of what it's like? I mean, is it the razzmatazz? Is it the excitement? Well, how would you advertise? For me, just taking the London game aside for a quick second, the sport itself is easy to play. Both boys yeah. and girls play it, played around the world. It's an easy thing for you can play by yourself, by with a few of your friends and mates. It's, it's an easy thing to pick up. And then that just translates for the NBA games. You guys did a great, um, or ESPN did a great interview with our good friend Antoine Griezmann, who, who probably summed it up best. It's just sort of everything. It's the show. It's the competition. It's the end-to-end action. But at the same time, it's just the overall top level of, of any sport is, is great to watch, right? And, and the NBA is very fortunate that, yeah, sure. you know, we're sort of different in football, where in any given year, you could argue it's Premier League better than La Liga or Bundesliga. The best basketball yeah. players in the world play in the NBA. I mean, there's no debate to that. So um, we're very lucky in that regard. We hear that the court side is literally full of like sporting celebrities and things like that is that uh, right? it is. that's that's part of my responsibility and it's, it's probably one of the more fun aspects of my job is, is sussing out who the who the true fans are because we very much uh you know want our authentic fans and you know we recognize that you know basketball means a lot of different things to a lot of different people but we need we need to make it authentic and we need our our true fans uh who are representing us you need your fans in the front in the front row who are celebrities and things like that and also the wizards right you need them in the front there supporting their team all the way, right? It's part of the one of the unique sort of aspects of the NBA. It always has been for me growing yeah. up watching the Lakers and the Celtics battle when you had all the various celebs in, in the Lakers showtime and well, it just continues to through today. One of your biggest New York Knicks fans you're actually speaking to right now and happens to be a celebrity. And so, he's free on the seventeenth of January. Free on the seventeenth of January. Um, perhaps I should take one of those seats that are available. I did pull some seats for you, um, and there's some what? really good. What? Yeah, I, did, I have. There's some really good seats upstairs to really give you the true fan experience. Uh, upstairs. Um, yeah, we're, we're, there's some great food, and you'll be able to see everything. Yeah, a bird's eye view right at the back. No, no, Alex, that's we're in the box, Alex. You've never been in a box before. It's Kent. the best seat in the. Kent, oh, can I mate. just tell you something, Kent? Kent. Yes, sir. I think I love you. Oh, he doesn't want to hear that. Yeah, you wouldn't be he the first to say that. that. I actually mean it. But who is going to be down there at the front? I mean, all the top British celebrities, Peter Andre, all the all the top ones, are they going to be at the front there? And can we join them? Or do we just have to stay up in the box with, I don't know, Lionel Blair or something? Well, we'll make sure that you get to see everyone you need to, but we'll have a good mix. I'm confident of that. The Premier League will be well represented as well. I have some friends coming over from Madrid and Barcelona. And Ken, also, Alex was a little bit embarrassed to ask this, but I'm just going to ask it for oh, him. Oh, go on then. Can you buy oversized American food and drink there? That's all he wants to know. <laughs> it wouldn't be an NBA game without it, right? Love that, buddy. Fantastic. Ken, thank you so much, buddy. We're going to leave it there, but thank you so much. We can't wait thank you. Uh, to be at the game with you. Thank you for joining in, head in the game. Uh, hey, dude, as I said, you're the best. We'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to the NBA game in the box. Isn't that great? Can you just next time, next time, we get a lovely gentleman like that on the phone, don't say... Oh, you're going to the bird's eye view. You, you just, no, you, you're no, like, no, I'm never no, no, going to get no, you. You're je, like the person, no. if I gave you a present, you just be like, oh, I just don't no, really care. No, I am very, very grateful, but I want to be down there, right up close, to the cheerlit, to the game, 
to the game. I want to see it all. That's all I want to do. I want to be right down there where the action is. I'm going to give you binoculars. You're going to be up there in the box. Promise? The... Yeah, you'll oh, be fine. Okay. You just you don't want to be down there dressed as a wizard. You want to be up there in the box <laughs> <laughs> looking great. Yeah, okay. Now, earlier we spoke with Knicks fan Nick Whitfield. Alex, do you remember him? I do. I remember him very well. I love the Knicks fans. Uh, But here at Head in the Game, we feel it wouldn't be fair to only just let the New York Knicks fans have their say. No, sir. No, 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 no. no. On the line with us now is Rebecca Winkert. She is a huge, diehard Wizard fan. Rebecca, are you there? Hi, how are you? Hello. Hey, Rebecca, um, you're a huge Wizards fan, aren't you? Of course I am. Of course. How many years is that? Like, since you were a kid? Basically all my whole life. I like to think I'm the biggest fan, but that might be because I'm biased. Oh, not quite. I am the second biggest Wizards fan since... <laughs> second? Since, since... Wait, about since when, Alex? Ago. Since <laughs> when? <minutes ago. laughs> now, can I just quickly ask you something? You ever heard of, uh, well, there's you, me, and, well, the third biggest Wizards fan, the rapper called Whale. Um, no. (laughs) I'm so happy there was that silence when that happened. Yeah, but also the problem is being a Wizard fan, it's a bit annoying because apparently they haven't been the most successful team in current years. It's very stressful. The Wizards have one championship. They won in 1978, which was far before I was born. Yeah, me too. Basically, (laughs) my whole fandom has not been so amazing with the Wizards performance but I bond with my father over the team because he grew up a Wizards fan we watch it together so he talks about the good old times where they won one once oh yes, I remember the 70s <laughs> yep that is exactly it he tells me um, about the better days but also they can boast having one of or like if not the greatest basketball player of all time in the locker room right Michael Jordan isn't that right they had Michael Jordan play for them Yes, they did have Michael Jordan play for them. Um, he came out of retirement to play for the Wizards, which was surprising. He claims it was for the love of the game, yeah. but, you know, you never know. Um, he was 38 when he came back to play <laughs> basketball wow. again. That's pretty old to play basketball, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, most players don't make it past um, 33, 34, 35. So 38 is, you know, yeah. really old, but... With the Wizards, even though he was playing on a bad team, a lot of um, sports reporters still considered him a top 10 player, even with coming out of retirement and not playing in a while. So he was, of course, you know, he's a legend. Hello, Rebecca. This is uh, Alex Lowe here. I'm the one trying to get a word in edgeways. Can I ask you this? (laughs) Did you see, you saw him playing, did you, when he came back at 38? Yes, I did. Um, I was about eight or nine years old and I did see a couple of his games and um, I don't remember too much, but I mean, it was, it's great to be able to say that you saw Michael Jordan play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now tell me this, why do the Wizards usually beat the Knicks? Is it, I mean, we have something over here called a bogey team. Is that something that exists there? That idea that you've got the one team that you're always unlucky against? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> the Wizards recently have been unlucky versus a lot of teams. So yeah. we have a lot of bogey teams, <laughs> not <laughs> <Yeah>. team. <laughs> I think it's just because the Knicks, they have not been very good since 2014. They haven't made the playoffs in four years. So it's because, you know, our backcourt is pretty solid. Our starters are pretty solid. We had Nick on earlier. He told us the amazing Knicks chant, right? (laughs) What is, okay, what is the Wizards rap? Um, well... 
we do not have like a specific chant, but I think the one that's most popular at the game is whenever somebody makes a three point shot, yeah. uh, the announcer will yell DC three and we all will put our fingers up with three fingers. Okay. Well, so, so let's, well, I feel like we should, let's just reenact this now. Okay. This is great for I'm an audio at, podcast. Yeah, just, <laughs> so what happens? So you have to, to say DCA. So I, here we go. Three pointer. D C three. Put your three, three up. <laughs> I think we all like can see this. We are literally doing it. <laughs> I, I hope you are. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> do you want to hear the Knicks chant? That, of that, course that, their, their super fan, Nick, assured us was the current chant to beat all chants. Can we play it? I'm going to play it in there. Hold on. Here we go. Defense. Oh, my God. Defense. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank every, you. Every team does that. Why? What is that? so special you know every fan screams defense when they yeah when they just remind it, ourselves so. how it goes again no, stop pressing that button defense that is terrible i'm not sure i've got the words right can i just have another go no, Rebecca, this one has to deal with it every single day oh dear oh dear <laughs> uh, rebecca hey listen thank you so much are you going to come to the Alex, please. Defense. Oh my gosh, this is like gonna be in my nightmares tonight. Do you know what, Rebecca? What you you should pitch this to the Wizards. You should say no defense, but you should everyone who support the Wizards should stand up and all shout, "You shall not pass." <laughs> That's what the whole. Pretty sure someone's made a joke. Like I don't that. think. I think I'm the first one to make that joke. <laughs> um... <laughs> Wait, also, Rebecca, are you gonna come to the game? Um, I'm working on it. I believe I will be there. So, oh, oh fantastic! Yes. Well, you gotta come and have a. Do we do like what do you do before basketball? Do you have picnics? Let's go and have a picnic in the car park. Isn't that what they do? Tailgate. Tailgate. Yeah, you we call have it, tailgate. Hey, you call it tailgate. We call it picnic. Okay. Yeah, I would love to have a picnic. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll see you there. We've got tickets. I don't know where your tickets are, but ours are up near the space station somewhere. So uh, we've got quite a good view. He's trying to brag that we've got a box. That's it. We, we've been given a box oh, by a guy. Oh, a box? Yeah, by cool. Kent. Stop pretending you know Kent. We don't. We've never met no, Kent. No, no, no. The box is somewhere out near Kent. <laughs> not, we've never met this guy called Kent. We just spoke to him on the podcast and he invited to his box. Yeah. Sounds all a bit odd, but we're going to do it. We can't wait. <laughs> we can't wait. I want to go to the box. That you can come fun. to the box. Rebecca, hey, thank you so much for coming um, on Head in the Game. Hey, I'm going to see you at the game, aren't I? Of course you are. We're going to have a picnic and yeah. we're going to get that win for DC. Okay, so. that is fine. Just let me know. Scotch egg, okay, or egg and cress sandwich, which one? Um, the second one. <laughs> egg and cress, Rebecca. Okay, listen, we'll see you at the game. Thank you so much for coming. We bye appreciate bye, it. Rebecca. All right, thank you. See you there. Bye, Rebecca. Goodbye. Defense. Defense. How horrifying. Okay, so what have we learned this week? I think it's time for our quick fire quiz. Yes, it's the head in the game quiz. Alex and Jamie, are you ready? The Knicks versus the Wizards. Yes. I'm bring it on. Let's do it. Here we go. Round one. True or false? True. <laughs> It is definitely round one. True. In 1978, NBA star Clifford Ray saved a dolphin's life by retrieving a screw the dolphin had swallowed. True. 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 It is true. Question two. 
Michael Jordan sang on the backing vocals for Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> no, false. <laughs> Stop copying what I'm thinking. Yes, false. <laughs> Correct again, boys. Question three. Basketball was inspired by a 19th century children's game called Duck on a Rock. Oh, I know this one. False. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to get false as well. And it is true, <laughs> fellas. Oh, how can it be? Now, let's get on with this. Round two. Basketball player or hoodlum. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, Popeye Jones. Yeah, true, yes, I'd say basketball true. player. True? Hoodlum. <laughs> Sorry, basketball player. Player! Yes, oh. get in. Enjoyed an 11-year career with the NBA. Two, Flipper Milano. Hoodlum. Uh, basketball player. Hoodlum! Yes. From L.A. Come crime on. family in the 1980s. Three, Meta World Peace. I'd say that is a... Player. Hoodlum. Player! Yeah. Former <laughs> NBA star, currently entrepreneur. Number four, spandex clanker. <laughs> that just can't be. That can't. Is that... That's neither. That's a, it's that's a, a medical condition. Yeah, is, that a, is that a basketball player? No, I made it up. Oh. To our final round three, our terminology round. Which of these is not, I repeat, not, basketball jargon? Here we go. V-cut, cut the dipper, or bump the cutter. Bump the cutter is not. <laughs> I reckon it's a V cut. No, it can't be. I'm going to bump the cutter. Wrong. No, you're right. Cut the dipper. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Brown line, granny shot, or Nelly ball? Uh, I think granny, granny, shot. granny shot is not. Yeah, same. No, it's brown line. What? what? Finally, number three. Double nickel, drop a dime, heavy dollar. Heavy dollar is not. No. Drop a dime. And... Alex is right. Oh, what? And the defense, winner. Defense. Defense. Very good. The winner with 5,673 points is Jamie. Yay! Alex has nine points. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, boys. So that's all we have time for this week. Um, thanks shame. to ESPN's very own Ian Begley from New York for his expert insights. NBA's Kent Christian. Superfan Nick Whitfield. <laughs> also Rebecca. Come on, the Wizards. Defense. And if you haven't got courtside seats for the game, don't worry, you can watch highlights of this game on the ESPN app. Join us next week where we'll be getting up close and personal with another sporting event. Until then, keep your head in the game. Oh, I see what you did there. Keep your head in the game. It's clever. Yeah. ESPN. Head in the game. Defense. 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 Defense.